The following episode is brought to you by Darren Katzka, Devious Pop-Tart, Elizabeth Clark, Irene Viorito, Laura Pickren, Nathan Stuller, Charles Compton, Natasha Rallerson, David Scrams, Edvarth Arnoff, Jerry Thunes, Mark Stanley, Rebecca Gauman, and Shelby Johnson, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Everon Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Everon campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? More food and drink. Yes, and we talked about this warlord. We found out that the job is going to be much more difficult than it seems like it should be for the last thing I'm supposed to do for Boomerang. <laughs> Since my job was to recruit for him... And that was it, and I did that, but now we have to fight this warlord, and if he asks me for anything else, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> this is a recruitment effort, to be fair. You all, where we left the episode, were on your way out of Ruska's Roost for, to go, Eris is going to go back to the cauldron to work on the tracking device, and we're going to go recruit Kath and Sana for the job. Kyber's Gate is the district that Rukat told you that the they had tracked down the location of Vuler Goth. So, who's going where, gang? Eris is obviously going back to the cauldron. I'll talk to Kath. I'm going with Hob. I was going to tag along with Eris. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hob and Reynard, where are you all headed to talk to Kath? I figure I'll just go check if she's at their apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you all head to Lower Memphis, which is obviously Boromar territory, but doesn't seem they, they haven't moved in forces. But you're able to find Catherine Sana's apartment. As you knock on the door, you hear rapid shuffling, like somebody moving stuff around, and you hear a "Who's there?" Cat's voice, obviously. It's Kath. It's me and Reynard. Just a minute. And after a handful more seconds, the door opens and Kath's face poke out. And you see a large bruise on the left-hand side of her face, on the upper left portion from her hairline down to just past her eye. And she's like, hey guys, what's up? Hey, what happened to your face? Oh, just had some people on our turf, kind of you and I used to run around and do, just trying to show them what for and took a good lick. Now you're doing it without me? Seem busy. I am busy, but I would appreciate the opportunity to unwind a bit. Fair enough. I'll let you know next time. <laughs> is uh, Sana around? She's at work for sales. It's lunch rush, so I'm sure she's running around down there. Speaking of work. All right, listen. Do you remember that Dennis guy that... That kidnapped me? Yeah. Yeah. He's given... I've forgotten that part. <laughs> <laughs> He's given us, me, another job. If you want to come on it, we could use your help, but I'm not going to hold any grudge against you if you don't. How long do you think we're going to be 
Cat, I have no idea. It's honestly, it's scary as crap. There's some guy who they're calling a warlord, but he sounds more like some sort of a Robotnik type character. Super villain. <laughs> yeah, really. And apparently he's some master level artificer and also a real dill hole. Yes, it's not good for the people who've asked us to help and it's not going to be good for anyone else if we don't. Okay. Yeah. Can, yeah. Eris is working on a way to figure out exactly where he is or where okay. his workshop is and uh, I'm figuring out a way to be punchy. Or... Okay. Yeah, if you all... I'm assuming you're going to go ask Sana also. That's why you asked where she was. Uh, yes. We're talking to everybody. We're... Yeah. If you all just want to head down to Four Sales, I'll meet you all there here in 10 minutes. Everything good? Yeah. Okay. You're more than in your power to make a perception check to see... Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I forgot what my perception It's one red, one purple is the difficulty. My perception's worse than that. So. Unless I can get like a blue for being so close to Kath, which I'm not lately. So, Hey. Yeah, it's a success. But yeah, so one threat, one success. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that Kath is lying about where she got the bruise and how she's doing lately. The threat is that she knows that, like, she can tell that you you don't conceal no the, harm in saying something. the knowledge, and you get a sense that, like, it she's not happy that you noticed. Yeah, so never had truth before. So classic Reynard start now. Classic Reynard way. <laughs> you are the charming character in the group. The most charming never uses it. <laughs> can I do a charm check? Sure. And I'll say something like... Always. <laughs> say something like, Kath, you can be honest with us. We're here for you. Okay. We're not going to judge you on anything, and we want to help you if we can. Okay. Yeah. Is that charming? I don't know. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah, do your charm. It's four yellow. <laughs> it and, you get, and you get to add three advantage if you succeed. The difficulty is two purple, but add a black from the threat. That actually went as poorly as possible. <laughs> Five advantage and three failure. Okay. So you see Kath process your words and go, yeah, I know, Reynard. And as soon as I need your help with something, I will, I'll let you know. Appreciate the words. I put a, I don't know, a frozen meat on that eye. It's gross. Jeez. <laughs> You didn't have to say the last. You know what? We're going to go find Sana. You have five advantage. What would you like to use? <laughs> she laughs and does that. No. <laughs> five advantage. She goes back inside and we can catch a look at something going on inside of her place. That kind of might give us an idea of, if I don't know. That's I, actually exactly what I was thinking also. I was going to say that. Or she actually does show up to the, <laughs> where she said she was going to meet us because I feel a little suspicious. But... Yeah, catch up. No, with your perception check, you got the sense that, like, she intended to meet up. She wasn't lying about that. Like, okay. you all came and asked her for help. She's absolutely going to follow through on that. It's okay. just all the other stuff that she was saying. She was definitely keeping a wall up. Then, yeah, let's try and see something. She's talking to you, Reynard, and she shuffles uncomfortably. She lets the door, like, swing open a little bit past her body. And what passed her over her shoulder is you see a kind of on a stand in the corner of her living room like in the shared space that her and sauna share you see a completely black outfit that seems to be like built for cat's body that goes down and extends and i think you were around when eris gave them to her the the gloves that eris gifted with like the claws built into them kind of attached to this armor 
and there is a mask that is form-fitting or like a helmet essentially with a very passive featureless visage on the front of it and hanging off the shoulders is a purple cloak cape hanging off the shoulders of it that you see there with the additional advantage you also see you get the briefest glimpse and you're not sure Reynard like you you in fact in your mind you probably go surely not you you could have sworn you saw what appears to be like in one of the chairs around like their little shared space living area like table like a breakfast table it's more that you saw somebody sitting in the chair but there was like something over their head <laughs> probably not though Kath, uh, she wouldn't have somebody like tied up in her kitchen like with the bag over there. You didn't interrupt an interrogation. So, but she's closed the door. I'm assuming. I'm more than happy to say that she was adjusting. She's going to close the door. Like she hasn't closed it on your face yet. And we would, even just knowing about the gloves, the assumption is that suit amplifies her in some way. You, you all have been. You figured out that the gloves were associated in some way with the murders that have been happening with the lower division people in House Caneth. So this is just pretty much large confirmation. And yeah, she has a an outfit that she wears. It, it seems to be the intention is it would be effective at stalking through the dark, but have a distinctive feature in the form of the cloak to like strike fear when people see it kind of thing. So yeah. I want to be like, bring that, but. <laughs> so what does Reynard do? Probably says, bring that. <laughs> you you reference the suit as she's yeah. going to close, and she like stops and like, you see her eyes go wide and like a little bit of the color drains her waist. Bring what? No. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. All right, we're here now. <laughs> and she steps out into the hallway and shuts the door behind her. No. <sighs> Know what? And she crosses her arms in front of her. Like, I thought the gloves. The gloves were in your living room. Oh, the gloves that Eris got me. Yes, now they're a whole suit. Bring it. It helps you. Oh, you saw the suit? Was there something else to see? Kath, I want to see wink, Hob's face. Wink. <laughs> Kath, what's going on in there? I didn't see anything, but you said you only saw the suit. And Hob is a man with a brain. What more is there to see, Kath? It's nothing. Nothing you need to be worried about. That's not untrue. <laughs> I'm surprised Sana is complicit, clearly. That surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. That part of me was like, I guess Asana doesn't care. We shouldn't care. I was also probably the smarter person to talk to about it. Than... <laughs> what do you mean Sana doesn't care? Every interaction you've had with her, she's been on the verge of a meltdown <laughs> yeah, and panic attack. What are you talking about? Happening her... <laughs> had, I, think, I guess it's happening while she's gone. So. Has not. Yeah. To be very, I don't think Eris walked had... in on Sana in the bathroom and Sana had a meltdown. <laughs> Bob hasn't had any interactions with Sana. Yeah. I noticed that yet. So. But Milo has and has failed. <laughs> so... I just, we're just going to need so, all the so help we can get. So you think you should bring the suit? It serves in your favor, yes? It helps you? Yeah. We're going sure. to go and talk to your sister now. Okay. We'll see you yeah. at the time we <laughs> established in canon off mic. <laughs> ten minutes. She'll, she said she'd be down in ten minutes. Okay. So, okay. And she slides back into the door and shuts it behind her. Needs to work. He goes off. Very suspicious. Not suspicious at all. <laughs> you nailed the whole 
chill vibes thing. Reinhardt, you idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let's cut to the cauldron real quick. Chris and Milo arrive at the cauldron and walk in. Olive is working on the harness, up, working on the back side of it where the arms attach to the harness. And, oh, welcome back, you two. Oh, hi. How'd the warlord business go? Haven't done it yet. Went and heard from the people we're I guess doing it for. Oh. It seems real bad, basically. And she slings the big thing that she's dragging behind her. Oh, actually, no. What she definitely does is she calls Egric over and walks and has him pick up the thing out of off of the deck of Tasha and carry it over to a, Excellent. a, a work spot. Okay. He made this. And he oh. makes other things as well. Olive climbs down and walks over to the workstation. That doesn't look friendly. No, it's got some sort of life-draining cap- capacity, and it's very stealthy, and he uses it to hunt people. Yeah. What can I do to help? I don't know. We, You're here. Yeah, we, I think that... We could see if we can get the harness going and I can come with you. Be effective in combat. I think it's ready. Milo's looking back and forth between them. Has she mentioned a neural link for the harness yet? It yeah. could be fine. Yeah. Does. Yeah. They tested it with Tasha. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Milo's insights were valuable. I think I've got the runes figured out. I think I've... The intention is to get a minor fire elemental into the harness. You just make it seem dangerous. and I want. It is. That's why I didn't want you to be in danger I appreciate that but I appreciate that Eris but I also I want to I want to help and I'm capable of making that choice for myself if you'll have me if you don't want me I'm more than happy to take that at face value it's not that we we just really don't like the idea of for a long while now it's just been the four of us and we don't like putting others in any sort of danger at all. Especially you, Olive. I guess if you want to, I'm not going to stop you. Let me hear your, what did you come back here to work on? And we can table the harness discussion. I'm gonna re-engineer this thing to let me track it back to its point of origin so we can find the lair of this artificer. I was thinking of working on some sort of weapon option to just destroy constructs. Your math's Egrick. Olive says jokingly. (laughs) Egrick puts his hands up to the side of his head. And then I was thinking about seeing whether I could find a way, install a way for Tasha to pilot Egric and use him to smash things. It's not a bad idea. I know. Cool. Okay. Also, it would be hilarious because, of course, Egric is a familiar then. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, I promise. Milo, what are you doing here to help? I figured I could assist. I've been watching Eris occasionally when I'm around do her work and I feel like I've picked up some 
knowledgeable tips. <laughs> and I just recalled I did pick up a skill in artifice. So oh. I have a yellow. <laughs> okay. That's my reasoning. Watching Eris, learning from Eris, with her being unaware. <laughs> okay. Sounds like we have a lot of different projects to get started on. So, Eris, where can my hands be the most useful? I don't know which of these projects is most likely to benefit from Olive's assistance. Uh, she is there willing to help, so you can sure. have a blue on your relative checks as okay. she goes around helping. So, what would you like to do first? Do blue, because of Milo, right? Yeah. First thing would be figuring out if there's a way to undermine the ability of these things to sneak up on us either by creating some sort of detection system, either specifically for them or just in general that would enhance awareness uh, more more broadly. Okay. So some sort of, well, what's, I'm trying to work out what the mechanical version of that is. Is it just enhancing perception? Is there a, oh, actually, no, okay. So the amber effect, Bane, but applied to something that improves perception would be specifically targeted at detecting the presence of these things because mm -hmm. any perception check would be essentially opposed by their stealth. Yeah. yeah. And so something that improved perception specifically against these kinds of constructs would have yeah, okay. Yeah. So that would be the that would be the mechanical form that this would take. So which of us has the best perception? Which of us is most likely to be lookouty? It's definitely not. Eris is very cunning, but she doesn't have any ranks. In green. So I think Reynard, because Hobbs said that he has worse than... I've got two yellow, one green. Okay. And you're not perceptive. Okay. What's Eris's? Eris is just four greens. No, I think I'm two greens. Like it's bad. <laughs> okay. One, 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 sorry. But you also get some blue from your goggles, right? Yes. So Eris is four green, two blue on her perception. Okay, so then the first thing Eris is going to do is sit down and start working on something. Okay, so Trevor, regardless of how much Eris, what Eris thinks about a person. We've been getting along. No, we have actually. Eris and, <laughs> Eris and, Eris and Reynard have been getting along much better recently. But when making something for someone, she has a very strong aesthetic feeling of the style of that person. So if Eris was going to make some sort of eyewear for Reynard that would allow him to detect these things, what would it look like? Like Eris wears big chunky goggles. I would say some kind of like steampunk goggly thing that might also resemble an owl or something. <laughs> Reynard loves he an owl. dressed up as an owl, so <laughs> okay. yeah. Very well. So kind the golden brown okay. feel. Yeah. So, so there's a bronze and leather thing to it. So yeah. So Eris sits down and work, begins work on a set of goggles. She's got an old set of goggles that broke during an explosion and she just pops the lenses out and begins sitting down tinkering with them. She makes these. The main thing is to make the lenses. I just have to point out, you managed to no scope an actual D&D magic item called Goggles of Night, by yeah. the way. Like, <laughs> but it definitely doesn't have a beak. Yeah. Aw. Eris can't bring herself to add a beak. <laughs> but definitely, yeah. Definitely Feather motif along the, <laughs> <laughs> along the edges of the frames. Night vision-y, greenish-blue mm -hmm. lenses. I have 
three charges worth of dragon shard right now. I have cash so we can acquire more if we need it, but... I guess we'll probably want to recharge that invisibility knife. That's true. But we also have a good bit of re gloves. recharging. That would definitely be a thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remind me, because we haven't had to actually do, we haven't actually done this in a while. We've been going through things and not recharging them for a while now. How easy is it to simply go and buy a dragon shard? We've established at this point that it's not horribly difficult, but that was when Eris had all of the connections with the clan. Like you had That's considerable fair. resources to be able to find them. So I will say that you can either try to, much like you did with Pebble Fist, try to utilize some of your previous resources and hope that they don't immediately snitch on you, or you can try to seek out a new source of dragon shards um, to... You make this pitch. I no longer have my Boromar connections, but I do have Olive connections. That's fair. So, <clears throat> which are probably substantially more legal and legitimate than Boromar connections. So yeah, if you want to say that's what you, how Olive could help in this whole mm -hmm. thing is you send her out to go get some more dragon shards at the store. Then. Okay. So who has something they've dis they've. I think I've got the freezing used stick up. and <laughs> the invisibility dagger. I don't have anything that depletes. I, don't know. I think your tattoo can deplete in I've order to, but you haven't. It's because you can, I think that. Because I forget I have it. I think you can deplete the tattoo to just add successes if you um, fail a check. The strength enhancing tattoo that you get. Your harness you can deplete once per encounter as a maneuver to reduce all damage and wounds involuntarily oh. suffered yes, to I zero. Did. For you and all engaged allies until the end of your next turn. That's right. So, and have you done that? No, I've not he done has not. Okay. But so the, no, he okay. said he didn't have anything. So right. no, right. I forgot. I okay, so you haven't. You don't have anything that needs to be recharged. Okay, so it sounds like we need four dragon shards for just recharging stuff okay. that everybody has depleted. Okay, so then we need. So Eris will shell out. 20 silver and send out for some dragon shards just for the recharging. Actually, Eris will shell out 52 silver and get a couple extra. So Olive takes off to go okay. acquire some dragon shards. So then Eris begins work on these goggles. So yes, so feathers coming off the feather etched into the frames, this feather mo feathery motif. As Eris reaches for her first tool. Milo just automatically hands it to her before she gets to it and says, this one, let me assist you, please. While you concentrate and focus, I will hand you the tools and you can devote all your attention to the work. Put a hat on. Put a hat on. Put a hat on. Very okay. well. What kind of hat would Eris have in her workshop nearby? A tinfoil one. <laughs> no, there's got to be... It's got to be some sort of protective equipment that that would be needed for some kind of work. What's on the front of his head? Okay, so there's definitely a welder's mask somewhere in here. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna fog up. It's <laughs> fine. He didn't have to see. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So makes a bag of holding. <laughs> Don't put that on his head. Put on his head. <laughs> okay. So the check for the goggles would. Um, Eris is applying two conditions here, so it's going to be, it's going to take two dragon shards. Okay. Starts out 
card, and she's adding one additional effect. It's so true. Blue from Milo. She gets yes. blue from Milo. Olive's not here, so. uh, but Harris gets a blue from her. Gets a blue from her gloves. That, that, and I think that is Go where the up. pool sits right now. Upgrade one. Upgrade one. And I am going to focus intensely, which is okay. a talent I have. Uh, I'm going to take a strain to upgrade my check. Okay. You can still flip a story point if you want to make that a yellow, if you want. Sure. Yeah. I need a yellow. I've used all of my yellows. All right. This looks like a nice That's a pool. This is a nice pool. Okay, so we're rolling five proficiency dice. One threat die, three difficulty dice, and two boost dice. Okay. Triumph and despair. Ah. But I'm fairly certain I have succeeded. Oh, yes, I've definitely succeeded. I didn't roll any failures. Except for the one. Except for the one. Yes, so that goes down to just an advantage, which is canceled by that. Okay, so what we've got is four success, five success, one of which is a triumph, two advantage, and a despair. I'm going to use another talent called Eye for Detail to convert two of those extra successes that I've got into advantages. Oh, nice. Okay. So we end up with three success, one of which is a triumph, four advantage, and a despair. Okay. Can I see the Keyforge? Yeah. But are you about to use it? Everybody's using the Keyforge. Here, I'll, I have a digital version. Okay. How much money, real money, will it take out of my pocket to make you not get Eris to hate Milo more? I'm, I don't think I'm going to <laughs> utilize this to... Maybe not. Maybe hate's too strong of a word, but... Distrust. Distrust. Be uneasy around. Uneasy. I'm going to use it to increase my artifice skill by one rank for the remainder of this session. Oh, okay. Since I'm doing a lot of crafting. Nice. I'm just looking at the despair options. <laughs> Eric, are those like actual... No, those are dry erase. I was going to... Yeah. How dare you. Okay, Eris. The despair. The despair. On Keyforge, this makes sense with the way it works, but we'll just... Because I really like the despair itself especially given what's been going on in this episode. Unbeknownst to you, because you would have no way of knowing this, as you're working on this and your mind is working, you're dealing with the art artifice magic and the dragon shards and infusing magic into this, something with the magic swirling around, the memory of the, the check that you made to understand the inherent dangers of the box that you got in Milhatch's lab washes away from your mind like the innate concern that the lack of control about what type of elemental could get infused into it good thing i explained that to my highly responsible friend olive <laughs> like that <laughs> but the goggles are great mm, and you're not great. mad at milo <laughs> what next <Good. laughs> you have a triumph oh wait you use the triumph, I use the the triumph. <laughs> yeah. go and use it again <laughs> one more time you have how many advantage Four. Four. What would you like to do with the advantage? A memory washes into Milo's mind, and he gains some sort of insight into our current situation. Okay. Great. 
a memory washes into Milo's mind. Yes. Another PC game gains a memory. They acquire an invaluable insight into their current situation. Okay. Milo remembers that time that he was eating that a time sandwich. Him he and Hob like, were out. I just put horseradish on this, and he was right. It was a good memory. So you're making the goggles. Mm-hmm. You are working on Egric. And what's the other? The Construct Bane arrows or weaponry or whatever. Uh, and you're recharging a bunch of stuff. Insight into the current situation. Also be the current situation in the sense of what we're making all the stuff for. I kind of figure since we're working on constructs and about constructs, maybe something that we haven't noticed yet occurs to Milo. Okay. Yeah, as you are looking at... Okay, Milo, looking at the construction of the Shadow Stalker that Eris is referencing to build these these goggles, you examine them, see that they're built on a chassis, essentially. Like, you, you have a base model of this kind of construct that then whoever's working on it builds off for specialized functions. So obviously this one is built off to be the Shadow Stalker, like super scary hunter thing. But you can see how the base of it is a small mobile construct that you you see how it could easily you see how it could be utilized for an arcane sentry like they talked about like he would have defenses and alarms and stuff like that. And so rather than what a lot of people would do of like setting up a rune or something to be an alarm or the scrying stones that you've seen, it seems like he would have mobile alarms like going throughout his hideout crawling around that could be easily hidden, but they are designed to be in his hideout and be all these things like scrying, alarm, trap, that kind of thing. So that is something that you see he could... In fact, this seems more difficult than the application that you're concocting in your brain. That would be the simple beginner's version. Yeah. That this bad guy has done at his hidey hole. Okay. Okay. Milo, do you communicate all that to Eris? I can communicate it when she's going to start working on that. She's been referencing it this whole time. Um, The chassis on this thing. It seems like that's a base model to to build off of. It's like a small mobile construct. Right. It seems <laughs> yep. this the one we're after could Blue use God. this God. to create like arcane sentries, scrying alarms, but mobile, where they could yeah okay. move around. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, interesting. All right. And in fact, with that kind of insight, Eris, you like presumably would have one of the scrying stones that you've built or torn apart or something sitting nearby on a workstation, and you can take it. And once you like get the chassis out, you see how a scrying stone could fit in one of the exterior faces of this base chassis pretty perfectly. Right. It'd be very easy to do that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like the scrying stone that you built fits pretty well into it. So, Milo, you totally redeemed yourself. (laughs) Thanks to Philip. Okay, let's cut back to the four sales. So you all walk in. It's lunch rush. It's lunchtime. So Olfen's behind the bar. Ace is bussing tables, running back and forth. Sana is running around doing everything she can. Just send him 
as like a canary in a coal mine. I was thinking that would be Egric, but you'd probably work comfortable doing it with Ace. Uh, Ace wants to do something. He thinks of himself as an expert burglar. Ace needs to stay and keep the four sales going while Sauna's gone. <laughs> yeah, that's the the scene that you see. You see a bunch of the regulars that you've seen from four sales before sitting around. So. What is Sauna doing right when we walk in? Uh, she is rushing an order out to a table and then running to another table and grabbing a couple of empty cups and running them back up to the bar. I think Hob, based on the 15 second right. picture that you get as you're like approaching the doors that are propped open because it's a nice day, Sauna is just on a circuit. Like she is not stopping. <laughs> Hob busts in and starts clearing a detail. Like somebody that just left and he's gonna okay. start clearing their table okay. for her. Okay. And Reynard goes to tables and says, can't you clean this up? <laughs> She's having an issue. She's very busy. You can help. Turnvale, not helpful. Uh, excuse me? Who are you? Yeah, that is a great question. I'm going over here. Run some fresh food out. I take it fresh water if it's not too oh, much trouble. No, don't get him the water. Go get the fresh food and bring it out. I'm very thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. <laughs> He's too far gone. Okay. Water's only going to taunt him now. <laughs> so are you all jumping in to help until the rush kind of dies down a little bit? Okay. So after about seven to eight minutes, Kath walk in with a bag slung over her shoulder and, her and sees you all rushing around confused. And she goes and finds a booth and sits down. And yeah, rush dies down. Sana took note of what you all were doing and gave you very thankful eyes. Uh, and she disappears back into the kitchen for a minute. But the rush has died down. She hasn't come back out yet. But she's away from Kath. So I'm going to go talk to her in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. And... Are you going to go to Reynard? Stay with Kat. Reynard gets Arthur. Okay, yeah, Arthur yep, yep. Arthur was Olding perched up behind Olfin. And then goes into the kitchen. <laughs> okay. So as you walk back there, Hob, first, while mm -hmm. Reynard's grabbing Arthur, you you don't see anything initially when you walk into the kitchen, but you do see... Yeah, <laughs> you see the kitchen. Okay. And Ace at one of the basins of water, like, scrubbing some dishes, and he looks at him, Hey! Oh, Ace... What's up? Oh, just getting some food. Okay. I need to have a conversation with Kath. Sauna. I need to have a conversation with Sauna. Oh, she's... And he nods to the large, elementally cooled box that often keeps a lot of the larger ingredients in. Sure. And he... She's in there. Hob grabs a tablecloth and wraps it around himself. <laughs> it's gonna be cold in there. Sure. And he... Opens the door and says, need a hand? Sana, like, standing in the corner of the walk-in, and you see her shoulders shaking, and she stops. And no, I'm good. Thanks. Look, we both know you're not good, and I'd like to talk to you, but I'm not one of those people that, like, ignores your hints, so can you just say that you're not okay, and that we can talk for a second? You know, this is about the time that you walk back into the kitchen. Ace, washing dishes, and Hob standing halfway in the walk-in. Your bedside manner is impeccable, Hob. I never claimed it was. In case you were ever unsure. Yeah, just, it's a lot going on. So no, yeah, I'm not okay, obviously, but what can you do? So, Look, um, what's up? What do you need? We have, I hate that's what you asked, but it is in fact the case. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk to you, but uh, yeah, there is something that I need, and we can get to that in a minute. Listen, Kath, uh, Sana, listen, son of a gun. Listen, Sana, I didn't know. Uh, sorry, as you're starting to launch into this, like, your all's conversation is projecting out of sure. the walk-in. So Reynard, you can easily hear all of this. And Reynard, Ace, like, hearing what the conversation is going on, and he, like, sticks some of the dishes he's working on in the water and, like, wipes his hands off, and he walks past you into the, like, main area. So, yeah. 
You taking that hint? No, I was kidding. <laughs> I say it's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> I say, listen, I don't know how to say this other than just to say I didn't know that you were aware of what your sister has been up to, or we would have been talking about it. I haven't known for long. Let's be clear. I don't want to act, let's not be ridiculous about this. But I'm sorry that you've been having to deal with all of that. And by all of that, I really don't know what the extent of it is. I'm going to shoot you straight. Hob, in order for this conversation to continue, I'm going to need you to be very clear about what... Your sister is hunting and attacking Milhouch Industry employees. And I don't know what she's doing in your home, but apparently something weird because she wouldn't let us in. And when Reynard said he noticed her suit being out... She was like, oh, is that all you saw? Which is not a thing people say. That was wild. Yes, and I'm not here to yuck your yum, but you have some Hi, sort Reynard. of... Yeah, but he is here. <laughs> you have some sort of mannequin or scarecrow in your living room. Oh, I wasn't gosh. sure. And that's when Tom's was like, what? But uh, you didn't see no, it. No, I did not see it. No. You saw it. It's very odd. Sana steps out of the... Past Hob out of the walk and into the kitchen because she is also dressed like she normally is in like the sleeveless like yeah. get up and okay yes she's been seeking... I wrapped the tablecloth around Sana <laughs> if she'll have it <laughs> thank you she's been seeking vengeance on the people that got her brother killed and she's trying to hunt down the person responsible for it and she feels like she's really close and she just needs a little bit more time and then she'll stop once that happens and so uh, Hob does not say sometimes I feel like I'm the one that got her brother <laughs> so yeah she's a vigilante murderer now or whatever that's my sister I there's nothing I can do about it she decided she wanted to do it and we support each other and <laughs> that's a wild support thing support to... her in this endeavor if that's how you really feel about it the implication being that's clearly not how you feel about it then I won't bother you about it anymore, but I think it's pretty clear that it's been weighing on you pretty heavily. Yes, I mean... Yeah, yeah so don't say, it is what it is, we support each other. I support her, but it still, it still kills me inside, and I see she doesn't sleep anymore. She's, like, investigating all day and going out and hunting people all night, and she... Do you want us to... Us strong. Do you want me to talk to her about it? Two to, to people aren't here. Radar, if you want to volunteer as well, you can. <laughs> to talk, to try to stop this. To no. no, there's not a lot of stopping this, but... My thinking was, if I pushed her too hard against it, then she would just hide it from me. So it was better to acknowledge that she was doing it and try my best to support her in whatever way that I could, but in a way to where she wouldn't, she would at least tell me what she was going on and what was wrong and let me patch up her stab wounds and stuff when she would come home bleeding on the floor and so that she's not doing this on her own. No, I don't want anybody to tell her to stop because she won't stop. She's possessed right now with this idea of getting vengeance for her brother. Well, then, now that you know that we know you don't have to worry about having no one to talk to about it. I don't like it. I don't either. They're like... Never mind. <laughs> Roll something to get her to say what she was going to say? Sure. Or should it... The charm master? <laughs> what do you think it would be? It's obviously not coercion, which is what I'm best at. So yeah. It would be uh, tell me where I'll punch you. <laughs> punch you. <laughs> Give me that tablecloth. 
You'll be cold. Lucky in the walk-in. If you want to hop in, Reynard, this is going to be two purple and a blue because she really wants to tell you, but she feels like she can't. And I'm going to flip a story point. So turn one of those purples into a red. Don't I get something from Hob, though? If you succeed. If you succeed. advantage. Yeah. On charm checks. All right, here we go. I think this is good. Yeah. So those go away. Two success, four advantage. Seven advantage. Seven advantage. I took another rank in coercion. Not coercion. What is so it? what do you say? Yeah, coercion. Reynard, Tisana. Okay, now I've forgotten where we left off. What? She was about to reveal like something more, and she went, no, it, it, never mind. It felt like she was about to say something about the victims to me, but I don't know if that's what it was. Okay. But. And Reynard just says something like, it's fine. Who better to tell than us? I will say, if you pull on the thread that you alluded to earlier about the other thing you saw, that would, from a roleplay standpoint, help in this scenario. Okay. <laughs> well, I call it a mannequin or a scarecrow. So the only thing that comes to mind is, I, is so. What is with the thing? It wasn't what a is mannequin, with the... was it? <laughs> you once again, you talked yourself out of. Surely she wouldn't have somebody tied up at her breakfast table. But yeah. what you're hearing from Sana is making that on shakier grounds. Okay. Yeah. So the person-shaped thing, not a fake person. Doesn't yeah, seem very charming. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, at this point, Sana just fully breaks and is like, "Yeah, I woke up this morning and there was a guy tied up in our living room." Yeah, been there. And... <laughs> Sorry, do it again. <laughs> there was a man tied up in a chair at our living or at our breakfast table, and she was torturing him, trying to get information out of him. And I've never seen her do anything like that before, or the look in her eye like she I don't know what to do but she's not going to stop until she gets the person that killed her brother and she has a name but he's gone underground now and so she's having to hunt down anybody associated with he was underground when we found him <laughs> so she's just going to keep hunting down people associated with lower division and torturing them for information until she gets this guy. So she has the name of the right person. Yeah, it's Tardis Vitithers. Yeah. Of course. That's true. Yeah. See you again. The lizard. Okay. The lizard. Yeah. So we didn't kill him yet. He's, he was no, the one very on the train. Much not. Still at no, large. Yeah. We okay. decidedly ran away from him. Yeah. Because oh, okay. on account of the lizard bit. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We have had several run-ins with Tardis Vitithers. I know. I, I was on the train. Oh, that's right. You were on the train. Oh, that's right. You were on the train. And we would like to see uh, his reign of terror put to an end as well. Do you think you you know that better than I do? If one of us, he obviously means himself, were to talk with Kath about putting a hold on the torture, since she has plenty of information, and we will help her get vengeance on Titus Vitarthers. Baby, what Tardis Vitithers? <laughs> <laughs> you made the dumb name, okay? I don't know. Sorry. Do you think she might cool it, or is she broken by vengeance? If she has something else that she needs to work on, then that will obviously provide a stopgap. But she also knows that people know that she's 
after this person, Solomon Calloway knows that she's after Tardis Vitaither, so I'm sure that's part of the reason why he's gone underground. Is wait, Calloway's providing? Wait, they know. They know that she's the one doing this. Who knows? They don't know that it's Kath, but they know that somebody is oh, coming after right. Tardis sure, Vitaither. Sure. And so the longer she waits, the more chance that they're going to get him out of the city or something like that. I have great news on the something else for her to do front, and if you would like to be involved as well. What is it? It seems like you might have some aggression to get out. Okay, hang on. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, before we get too far afield, you all also have seven advantage. Oh, gosh. So. Oh, what do you want to do with that? Oh, she does it. She joins us. That's, I don't think <laughs> Okay, that's, yep, that's a solid use. I don't think that's well, then, it. Again, Arthur is an unstoppable god. Guys, seven <laughs> advantage. What do you think that we can use? Can I, I, I can't just pass them to Eris to be, like, successful on her Can stuff. we use them to have Kat be cool for 24 hours? No, I want her psycho. <laughs> you can use it in relation to Kath's vengeance quick. You can absolutely apply it to the scene with Eris and Milo Let's if you want. That. I you think can... that's better. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's make uh, sure Eris and Milo get their the taken care of. bad guy we're about to go fake about his lair or something? Yeah, you can get information about the lair. But yeah, if you just want to apply it to the checks that are going on over there. Split them like three and four. Seven is a lot of advantage. Yeah, that's true. Like three would just be giving an upgrade to the next check. To Eris' next check. So that's three and you still have four left. And that can be about Lorgoth's house. Sure. What do you guys think? I'm happy to have bonuses on crafting. Yeah, we we'll definitely give Eris crafting bonuses. You said that'd be three of them? That's at least four advantage. I'm just at a loss for... Yeah. I mean, I don't think Kath's demeanor is going to dawn. No. I can give you some more information about the warlord if you want like yeah i feel like that's what i want i i can't figure out how to do that narratively and we can just say that you got some additional information from the hobgoblin it's been pretty sneaky sneaky she might have found something and not realized it would be helpful to us let's have some very specific information that would be helpful for hob in relation to this job go okay and and, and hobs tools and skills hit it do that they mentioned that the mirror mask that the the warlord wears has arcane runes etched into it that basically makes him impossible to track via scrying or any other means. Mm. So you get the sense that this would be extensive enough to where probably your harness wouldn't be able to track him. He has like words against that kind of tracking. So when you go for him, if he gets away, you can't rely on that to track him back down. Okay. That was for advantage. Yeah. To know my limitations. That's good. Yeah. Well, but, no. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not good. everything I say is a dig on you. You gotta get tough, buddy. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> okay. Hate it here. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, do you all tell Sana about the job? Yeah, that's okay. the next thing. Gas already said she's in. Obviously, the four of us getting the band back together. Okay. Yeah. I'll just have to let Elfo know I won't be available for dinner rush tonight. But, yeah. How's Ace doing? Okay. He's good at bussing and cleaning, and he's stopped disappearing to try and go scout or case places to steal stuff from. So it seems like he's actually making an honest go of <laughs> food service work, which <clears throat> would not recommend, but yeah. Right. So let's go. Where are you meeting up with Eris and Milo? We didn't really talk about it. I assume back at the cauldron, though. Yeah. I don't think we'd stay here. Okay, let's just go touch base with Cash. Especially since we gotta go back way. there to get Egric anyway. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's cut back to the cauldron. What next? 
the next thing I'd like to do is try to get make it possible for Tasha to be the pilot of Egric okay. instead of Egric's own little okay. intelligenciness. Gotcha. I don't really have a set way to do this. Yeah. So this is just going to be very much an artifice yeah. check since you are interacting with the magic directly, like a magic. I suppose there's a sense in which this would be like adding the mind of its own effect to Egric. Yeah, yeah. adding a level of sentience or um, at least providing the slot for it. I don't know if there's... Hang on, let me... I don't know if this has rules for the rarity on construction of constructs or modifying a construct. I didn't see that droid book from the Star Wars. That's probably what this would be. But I don't think there's rules in here for building robots. Oh, let's see. There's vehicles. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm fine with just saying that it's an artifice check with a... You are adding the mind of its own effect, basically. Okay. And that is... What's the standard artifice check is a hard check. Yeah. And then if you're adding additional things like that, a hard check for the first effect. And then if you're adding additional things, it adds on from there. Okay. Due to the fact that you're modifying, let's upgrade one of them just to represent the difficulty of you're having to remove something and then replace it and that's make sure reasonable. That it all still functions. And yeah, that's probably good. Okay. Uh, and then Milo's helping, so Milo's blue. Helping. We'll say all will get back after this check. So, okay. Yeah. All right. I think we have a good odds of succeeding here. So Milo's handing you your tools as you're up, up behind and above Egric. I imagine yeah. like the top back of his head is where you're moving. Yeah. She's probably essentially just sitting on his shoulders yeah. and working on it. Got four. I guess. Sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Roll me another one. Was yellow. Well, Milo was no help. Wow. <laughs> Those boosts were useless. I've definitely succeeded because there were a lot of blanks, and luckily some of them were on the negative dice. Okay. Wow. Four of those boosts and the red dial came up blank. So what we end up with is still very good. What we end up with is four success, three advantage. Okay. Because this is an artifice check, you would suffer two strain just for right. Thank you for reminding me. Yes. Yeah, and actually, I've suffered a lot of strain in doing all those artifice, so I'm going to use those advantage to recover three of the five strain I've spent so far. Okay. Yeah, you're able to make not only a spot within Egric to where uh, Tasha can pilot, but you even make like a casing to where you can put the because Tasha resides in a dragon shard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm remembering it correctly. So yeah, you have a casing with which you can put the dragon shard and then just basically slot mm-hmm. her into Egric's head like a VHS tape. like the. Yeah, and I would say basically the limitation, one limitation here would be the stat block we've been using for Egric has multiple elemental options yes. that you can switch through, but Tasha being an air elemental, I would assume we would just into that. Yeah. locked into that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so Eris is up there. And then she finally gets it fitted into place and Egric's eyes just glow a little differently and begin to do that sort of arcane blue smoky thing that magic eyes do in, in animation. And Egric stands up a little stronger and taller and looks around as Tasha messes around with him. Yeah, and ah. Tasha begins to like get used to the body and Wonderful uh, walk around. Eris cackles maniacally. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, yeah it's hard. Extremely evilly. Uh, yeah. 
this point, Olive walks in as Eris is cackling maniacally. Satchel, and Olive looks at Milo, like, with a raised eyebrow. Success. <laughs> oh, it's probably fine. Good. I have the other dragon shards that you requested. It seems like it's going well. Tasha now? Yes. Interesting. Okay. What's the other project? I'll have... Uh, and I... Doing this many things may be a multi-day process, yeah. but Eris wants to build some anti-construct ammunition okay. for Reynard's bow. Okay. Which I have all the... I know what the role is. I'm just... Yeah. Whatever if we want to go and make that yeah. role real okay. quick, we don't need to get too deep in the weeds about... I envision it is as like a... And you being an actual archer don't at me about this but some kind of attachment that can like be added onto the bow that the arrows would pass through to give them actually okay once they get back eris is going to take reynard's fancy quiver okay and load a new kind of arrowhead into it okay there you go okay then while yeah go ahead and roll and we can you doing anything to this no no i'm Olive's here to help. Another blue, though. I think I have the blues for that. Okay. Because I've got one for Milo, one for my glove, one for Olive. Okay. I think. Yep. Four successes and four advantage. Okay. So, yeah, you make the arrowheads that will be able to slot into the fancy quiver easily, especially thanks to, thanks to Milo and Olive's help. Cool. I will say I got that done very fast. Okay. Uh, with the advantage, unless that's an option. Okay, cool. So as you all are wrapping up that project, Olive kind of looks between Eris and Milo and says, since we have a little bit of extra time, maybe... And she points her head to the harness. Give it a shot while you all are here. All right. I think with Milo's help, the contingencies are in place. There's not really anything that can go wrong. <laughs> hate you. I hate you too. <laughs> and you've got Tasha set up in Egric, and that'll be helpful. Okay. Good thing I picked up an extra dragon shard while I was out then. She says she pulls one out and walks over and places it into the box that you all were investigating. And then she oh, likes... Right, which I have no concerns about anymore. <laughs> and she stops and looks at you, Milo. Why? She points at the like at her own face. Sometimes it seems here lately m machines have been trying to interact with my magic or the smoke. it's definitely not the machines trying to do anything the crazy magic in your head interacts with the machines the machines are just machines technically the same could be said about what you do Eris what the magic in your head interacting with machines that's just not my head where do your ideas come from ideas aren't magic they're just awesome <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Uh, Olive begins to climb up the stairs and she directs Tasha now to pivot the stairs around to where the platform at the top of the stairs she lines up with the harness as she gets herself strapped in and then tells Tasha, okay, pull him away and the platform goes out from under her and she's like in the harness kind of hanging up above the ground and she's, okay, Eris, Milo if you all will go to the box and there's some runes on there that it should be programmed for Fernia to get a fire elemental into the dragon shard. Milo, can you just double check that for me? 
So Milo, give me a Milo. Milo double checks and knows everything <laughs> there is to know to make this successful. Give me a knowledge lore check to check yeah, the rooms. I mean, he doesn't. He has facts. an ability called all the facts. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yes. Okay. We're at the end of the session. It is yeah, session all the facts, thing, it, man. So. Okay. So yeah, Milo, examining this box. Yeah, the I'm going to actually do it the way it's written in the book for this round. The first fact that you get is that mm -hmm. based on what you can see, yes, the runes are currently like tuned in to Fernia correctly. That is what you can tell. Yes, it looks like it's tuned in perfectly. Okay, great. All right, Eris, if you will just use the tools there on the workbench to rotate the mechanism at the front of it, that will actually bring the final runes into alignment to activate the box. So I know I made it sound really simple, but go ahead and give me an artifice check to activate the machine correctly. What's the difficulty? The difficulty is going to be one red, two purple, but make it two red one purple and we have a temporary story point to use oh right i spend it okay makes it easy i don't have to keep track of it <laughs> that looks good okay you know what i'm also going to focus intensely okay don't know why you would do that harris thinks this box is totally fine okay boom i say triumph, triumph. That's the boom. i imagine the lack of despairs is also the boom that feels Maybe there is no despair Okay. A lot of threat, though. There is a lot of threat, except I'm going to make there be less threat by spending some strain to use my eye for detail mm. to turn some of my extra successes into, which will get rid of some of these nasty threats. So, what we end up with. That's a lot of threat, though. <laughs> what we end up with is five successes, one of which is a triumph, and two threat. Two threat. I mean, that. <laughs> threat. Hey, did you flip a like story Cameron? point for mild the facts hmm? usage? Like yes, I did. Okay. Oh, you're right. It's four successes, one of which is a triumph. You're correct. Okay. Yes. I realized that, that leaning forward to look at that, I was saying, am I counting wrong quietly directly into the microphone? <laughs> so sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, Eris, you are able to activate the machine correctly without any issue. You see the runes internally fire up with one of the runes that Miley, you instantly recognize as the rune for Fernia, fires up brightly, whereas all the other major runes, the other 11 major runes in there, the runes encircling them are the ones that fire up really brightly, negating the magic coming in from the other planes. So we have two threat and a triumph. The threat lets... Eris, take a couple. Points. Say, I'm real stressed yeah, out. Yeah, Eris is stressed. Working perfectly. <laughs> okay, so now I normally try to avoid like the NPCs being the ones to take a roll, but all of this essentially has to make a resilience check or discipline check for the apparatus. Okay, upgrade to okay, that. There you go. With the triumph. Let me build the pool first. Okay. Yeah, I assume this is the important role regarding the resilience of her brain. Well, call Hob if he needs to come over these. and fix it. Okay, so Th this is the don't become Doc Ock role. Right. Am I? The we'll see. The current pool is three yellow, one green, two blue, one red, two purple. You all are more than welcome to flip a story point to upgrade, or you can use your triumph if you want. I feel or like both. Can do both. But I'm trying to understand what is the role for in this. Yeah, it's both the mental and physical strain that she's undergoing right. with all of this happening. Now, the measures are 
holding properly placed due to your successful check and Milo's successful check through using his all the facts mm. uh, to where the danger of Olive's mind being taken over isn't really present right now. The measures are in place to where that is actually functioning correctly. The big thing is at this point, if she fails this check, it's like mental, psychological, and physical damage that she will undergo. So okay. no, this isn't the prevent Doc Ock check. This is just Olive might get hurt really bad. Okay, then I upgrade. Okay. Really proud of that roll just yeah. right into your hand. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. What are we sitting at? Four yellow, two blue, one red, two purple. That seems pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Okay. That's... <laughs> ready, ready to and... try <laughs> I don't know much, but I don't know what that looks Randy's like. Oh. dancing. <laughs> okay, so that is one, two, three, four, five, six success, one threat, one triumph. Nice. So you hear Olive let out like strained, it's not a scream, but it's like a, like that kind of thing. Like she's groaning. But then accompanied by giddiness. <laughs> and then the the magic in the box begins to grow more intensely and you see the box fill with fire mm-hmm. as it swirls around. And you see a face in the fire, the face of an elemental roar as it like swirls into the box and then infuses. And then you see the the dragon shard in the box fall down into the stand that it's in and a little orange light go up some tubing that all of it is connected to the harness right. as the dragon shard into place. Wow. Okay, then. End of episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head on over to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thegeekpantheon. You can find the link to our Discord and all those videos, as well as watch the videos where I cover all sorts of tabletop role-playing game goodness. We have another actual play on YouTube, Kyber Shards on the Laughing Tree channel. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash thegeekpantheon if you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able. Or you can also buy some merch at thegeekpantheon.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another... Er, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you right, next time. Just going right another. into it, man.